what is spiralism? Uh, you said something uh, that struck me that is distinctly uh, a Haitian literary phenomenon. Uh, how so? Um, in a number of ways. So your first question is, what is it? Uh, one of the most important things about spiralism is its reluctance to be defined in a rigid way. I think that's something that Fonquetienne in particular, but also Fignolet, Jean-Claude Fignolet and René Philoctet were adamant about, which is that spiralism was a tool and a process and an offering, um, an approach to the world, not a definition of a thing. Um, so it does have this sort of open-endedness that can feel maybe frustrating or uh, unsettling, I guess you would say, for intellectuals or for um, people even like myself, right, whose job it is to kind of categorize and define things. Um, but spiralism really asks that we, um, that we question that instinct and that we allow for a greater open-endedness that is um, defiant of rigid frames, boundaries of inside and outside. But as to um, what makes it specifically Haitian or why it makes sense that spiralism emerged from the Haitian context, um, in my book and, and in conversation with Fonquetien, which is you know, a large part of my understanding of spiralism, I try to get to the fact that it has real material connections to Haitian history and culture. And that's everything from um, the spiral of the conch shell, which is so symbolic of revolution and rallying and revolt that is part of the DNA of, um, of Haitian culture. Also thinking more broadly about, and this is something that is coming up for us right now, the actual literal shape of the hurricanes that plague and endanger Caribbean peoples and people of the global south more broadly um, in Franck Etienne's time, in the spiralist time, but into our present moment. So those sort of um, spiralic images in, in nature. And then also the spiral of um, the, the encircling of the, the, the spiraling, I shouldn't say encircling, the spiraling around the Potomitan in the Peristyle of Hunfort. These are all very material, explicit um, iterations of the spiral in the Haitian built environment and in the Haitian natural environment that I think the spiralists were trying to harness in their literature. Mm -hmm. uh, the, this is what you meant by a tradition of regional self-creation, uh, self right? Mm, very much so. Yeah. Okay. Very much so. I think, you know, part of the reason I was so interested in spiralism is, you know, as a scholar and, and um, as a person of Caribbean descent and person of African-American descent, I'm always really most interested in um, in epistemologies and in frames that that are meaningful to the world beyond their context, but are also in, idiosyncratically anchored in their context, right? So the ways in which the Caribbean and Haiti in particular have pushed back against definitions that come from the outside. And I think spiralism is one of the richest and, and most productive um, offerings in that, in that respect. So, so is there? Were you? It sounds like you were. You were careful because you were. You seemed like you were very conscious of it. Like you didn't want to impose too much of a structure on something that fights structure, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, how did you strike that balance between? You don't want it to be too theoretical for some for you know uh, outputs that challenges or mm -hmm. escapes from 
that sort of uh, uh, imposition, you know, academic mm-hmm. imposition or, or theoretical intellectual imposition. How did you strike that balance? Yeah. Um, it was a combination, I think, of a couple of methodological approaches. The first um, was, all right, so thinking about how to put the book together, I was like, well, what are the elements of narrative that undergird any novel, any piece of literature, and the spiralist literature in particular? And I just kind of narrowed that down to um, character, uh, time and space, and formal strategies. And so I decided, all right, so at least I can identify these three kind of building blocks of the novel that I can look at as separate, related, but separate entities. So what do these spiralist novels tend to do with character? What do they tend to do with the manipulation of time and space, of history and the environment? And then what do they tend to do with various formal elements, language, stylistics, structure. So that was the first method, I guess you'd say I use, which was, like I said, this kind of breaking down the novels into their composite parts. And then the second element was really cons- like taking very seriously the spiral as a hermeneutic, the spiral as the tool that would enable me to better understand these novels. So it meant understanding for me, like, what is that spiral form do? Like as a metaphor for me as a reader, what are some of the basic principles that are inherent in the form of a spiral? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, notions of um, tension was one of the biggest ones, right? Like, unresolved tension because if a spiral functions it's because of this perfectly balanced tension between centripetal force and centrifugal force otherwise it would collapse in on itself or would spin out and destroy itself so how do i see tension running through the way the characters are presented how time and space are deployed how uh, words and sounds are used in the in in the spiralist narratives um, another element of the spiral for me that was important was the idea of repetition with a difference um, so the idea that in all of these three elements again character time and space style how do the spiralists bring back the recognizable and the familiar in ways that reassure a reader while then departing ever so slightly for those, from those things so as to unsettle the reader. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was another element. Like how does the spiral itself provide a guide for approaching my readings? Um, mm-hmm. So those, those were the two, two things. I felt like if I slash a reader could get a hold of that shape and get a hold of those narrative building blocks, then the novels became um, comprehensible. Haitian exceptionalism, and one and one breath, uh, I hear yes, Haiti is unique X Y Z, and in another breath, it's because of the exceptionalism that all these other exclusionary things, like being kept from the canon, and you know, on and on, how to solve some of the more, you know, entrenched issues that are going on politically and socially in the country. So where do you stand in terms of Haitian exceptions? I'm beginning to think it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, I think the the best way out of that potential conundrum is to understand, first of all, that (laughs) several things can be true at once. Mm -hmm. Uh, One. um, And two, I would say to recognize how useless binaries can be, right? Mm -hmm, That some mm -hmm. some person or some space is all good or all bad. Mm -hmm. And the thing about 
refusing binaries is that you have to work harder. You have to look for nuance. You have to actually get information, digest it, process it, and think it all the way through. Black and white is much easier, right? Right, right. Be as extreme or extremely heroic or extremely victimized. And if Mm -hmm. you and the the West as evil and predatory or as um, enlightening and, and and helpful, right? Those things, all of those things can be true at once. And mm-hmm. the onus is on us, certainly as scholars, but I would say as citizens, like global citizens, um, to, to claw our way out of those boundaries and those binaries and to recognize, yeah, Haiti's exceptional, but that doesn't mean that it's also not relatable and understandable um, in the ways any other human community would be. Mm-hmm. So is spiralism a way out of that? That binary? I think it's helpful. I mm-hmm. think that spiralism, to me, the, the beauty and the marvel of spiralism is that it proposes a way of looking at the world that is idiosyncratically Haitian, yes, but that also is capacious and expansive enough to be useful to thinking other places. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, and the spiral form is, and you know, I write about this. It's just this incredibly banal geometric form that everyone literally has access to. That is mm-hmm. literally the shape of our universe, of our DNA, of the mm-hmm. shells that wash up on the beach, right? It's this ubiquitous mm-hmm. universal form, but it also, um, has this, this incredibly beautiful and metaphoric place in Haitian history. It's the spiral of the, the conch shell that is held by the neg maung, right? It mm-hmm. is um, the spiral of the tropical storms and the cyclones that hit the Caribbean region in particular. Mm-hmm. And it's this really beautiful way, I think, that these three authors have come to understand almost like the one step or the two steps forward, one step back movement of Haiti's history throughout the 19th, 20th and 21st century, right? This, mm-hmm. this rep- like history repeating itself with a difference. Um, this notion that progress is happening, but not without a reckoning with the past, that the present and the future are so bound up in that past that you need to come to terms with it in order to exist in the present and imagine the future. So I love spiralism because it's a Haitian proposition for a way of reading the world. Congo, 
Yo te met ma chompette, oh oui Te pirit sa frappe, m'pacapala Quand on t'aille, 